is the 77 WABC minicast. Michael Goodwin. Uh, Michael, I couldn't believe it today. Uh, we're talking about Harvard and all the uh, anti-Semitic claims against, you know, with the protests and so forth. The woman puts out, the president, she puts out an op-ed today. There was no self-reflection, no accountability. She blamed racism, blamed. She said she was put into a trap on Capitol Hill. Uh, I didn't see any regrets. Did you? No, Rhea. Uh, and uh, the, the complete phrase was a well-laid trap, as though, um, as uh, John Podoritz on, on uh, commentary was saying, the purpose of the hearing was to discuss anti-Semitism at Harvard, MIT, and Penn. Where's the trap in that? You knew that's what the topic was. That was the purpose. You were coached on it. And still you call it a trap? Because you couldn't, uh, you couldn't muster the right answer. I mean, look, uh, Claudine Gay, I think, embarrassed herself repeatedly. Uh, this op-ed in the Times that she wrote is another embarrassment. Uh, but the Times also should be embarrassment. The, last week it was the mayor of Gaza uh, who doesn't mention uh, October seventh, and uh, this week it's Claudine Gay. I can't wait till next week. Yeah, you're right. Everybody, we are talking to the great New York Post columnist, Michael Goodwin, and we have Judge Weinberg. Mike, it's Richard Weinberg. I want to ask you about the trap about the uh, the plagiarism. So how did they set up the trap of the plagiarist? They made her plagiarize? Is that what happened? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's really unfair, Judge. I mean, you know, to go back through someone's history, things she did 10 years ago. Uh, look, I, I think that obviously now the focus does turn to the board that supposedly vetted her and supposedly investigated these allegations and cleared her of any serious wrongdoing and then forces her out. So why did they force her out if she did nothing wrong? Uh, I mean, the whole thing is a mess. I think that uh, the idea that she was uh, picked on because she's black is not only silly, but it's dangerous. And I think it does uh, reveal the fact that that has now become a popular thing to say on the left. It does reveal that there is no common ground on any of these topics. If you can look at the at the gay situation at Harvard and the uh, anti-Semitism and her scholarship and come away thinking, boy, she was a great president and this is not fair, then I don't know where to begin with a conversation that gets us back to a place where we can even agree on the date. Yeah, or to rectify it. Uh, Governor Patterson. Michael, I uh, think this is also an example of something that I notice all the time. It's that people hire lawyers when they should really hire PR people. So the lawyers explained, you know, exactly what the legal ramifications were, and that's where she got some of, some of that language. But the reality is if she'd sat down with anybody who's sitting in the studio and, and, and you who was not sitting in the studio and said, what should I say when I get there? The first thing you should say is how horrible it is. And then basically nobody even would have started looking into her past. Well, you make a good point, David, and I think that uh, it came out later that uh, at least two of the three that day uh, were uh, briefed and coached by the same law firm. Yeah, you could uh, tell. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, I think they ought to demand a refund because <laughs> all of them had to be pushed 
to give what was what were obvious answers. But don't forget, even before the hearing, why one of the reasons Claudine Gay and the others were called was that their own statements following the events on their campuses were inadequate. And so the attention was drawn to them already. You would think they would use that hearing to correct any what they might regard as misapprehensions about how they really felt, how strongly they felt. But not only did they not correct that misapprehension, it turns out there was no misapprehension because they said the same things they said in their statement. Very mealy-mouthed, very even-handed, you know, not wanting to offend those supporting Hamas. Now, think of that. Nothing emotional in, in all of the testimony. That's right. That's and right. Uh, nothing, nothing from the gut. Yeah. And, Michael, we just have about a minute left. Uh, your thoughts of where all this is headed, because just like you said, no self-reflection. Are we going to pay her $900,000 for the rest of her life? <laughs> Well, she's not worth it. Is that what you're suggesting, John? I think I'm saying that she violated her contract. That's exactly right. I agree with that. There's got to be a moral clause in there. There's a misrepresentation about her credentials. They really should rescind that contract. And by the way, well, Michael, the board of trustees should be removed. Well, that that's a that's an absolute given. I think that uh, the, the board of trustees is a secretive small group that hasn't. Think of it now. They really haven't spoken except. After her resignation, they put out a statement. They had not spoken since December 12th. So they they went through all of this period and either never condemned her and didn't defend her uh, in these last couple of weeks. So it's a very strange situation. As to her money, I don't really know. I mean, it's been reported that she keeps her presidential salary. I don't think so. I think the presidential salary, frankly, at Harvard is probably higher than 900000 So that could be the dean salary that she had or would get as a, as a dean, which, and don't forget, she's got tenure, so you're never going to get rid of her. Oh, my God. Uh, Michael, please keep us posted. Our jaws are dropping here in the studio. Thank you, Michael. Thank you, Michael. Thanks, Thank Michael. you for everything you do for America and in, in, in our world. Thank you. Thank you.